0: Hello and welcome to the Recruitment Roundup with me, Toby, and today I am joined once again by the man himself, Mr. Rob Grant. Rob, how are you? Very good, thank you, Toby, and thank you very much for having me back on the show. Always, oh, always a pleasure. So, so look, is not uh, able to join us today, so once again you're stepping up into, into the microphone. How's the week been?
1: Yeah, it's been a good week, another busy, busy week, um, another really positive week actually, so yeah, all, all thumbs up. More growth in the
0: States, which is exciting. I've just had the uh, the confirmation of that last night. It's uh, exciting out there. Uh,
1: yeah, got so, really exciting the hire. There. Yeah, yeah it's it's really exciting growth. hire. The, um, the, the team continues to grow. I think building off, you know, when we went over a few weeks ago now, or a month ago, whatever it was, um, really beginning to take shape. Some exciting hires, more to come. Good flow of business, some really good and exciting clients we we're onboarding, really, really exciting over there at the moment. So the theme of today, Rob, is something I want,
0: I want to talk to you about, which is uh, economics. <laughs> and uh, <I> want, Finally. <laughs> exactly. But I want to talk about a marketplace that I think is evolving uh, with incredible volatility, uh, both positive and negative, at various different stages. The last couple of years have been absolute whirlwinds, which make it really, really interesting for me to predict how, what, and where the market moves. So if we, if we rewind a little bit, uh, and we go back to to the you know, the immediate um, quarterization of the of the market and the staffing market in, in March 2020. By August, um, appetite was back, even though during that six months in between, there were a number of different companies who grabbed the uh, you know grabbed the nettle and, and grew at, at phenomenal rates owing to market conditions that basically blew very strongly in, in their position. So you had some pump the handbrake, you had some uh, very much put their foot on the accelerator. Um, 2021 was, was uh, a period of, of uh, growing confidence, but still undulation as markets uh, uh, and COVID uh, continue to, 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 to rip at various different stages, uh, which drew us into the, to 2022, where we've seen one of the most generationally furious wars for talent that we've seen at any sort of stage with everyone looking to hire. And now, uh, as we approach you know, six months into, into the year, we're suddenly seeing a really interesting sort of spectacle on a socioeconomic basis uh, with, a, with a tornado, a tsunami of various different things happening, including inflation, uh, including you know, various political, uh, political issues across, across the world. Uh, we're looking at the, the Ukraine situ- situation. Uh, we've seen tech markets uh, crash at various different stages. You're seeing enormous volatility, as, as always, in the, crypt, in the crypto world. So there's this, this um, kaleidoscope of things that are all happening at the same sort of stage, which, where you've started to now see a couple of the uh, the large VCs and, and PE companies urge caution to a lot of the pre-seed businesses, and Series A, Series B about businesses saying, be sensible, think about hiring, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that makes a really interesting second six months of the year, because there's a, there's also, whilst there's that sort of caution that's in the marketplace, there also remains this sort of sea of opportunity at the same sort of time. And, and uh, there's a very interesting report I've got in front of me here from the Times this week, which uh, cited a PwC report, which suggested that uh, there is almost one in five British workers expected to switch new jobs in the coming year as they seek higher pay. On top of that, 42% of them in the uh, are in that technology space. So technology remains a space where people are ready to move. And that sort of... Uh, you know, massively under-skilled area, I think, creates an interesting conundrum because we are so skill short in technology at the moment. Uh, there is a fifty percent gap in 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 how much blockchain talent there is needed at the moment. There are still enormous amounts of money being pushed into that system. There is enormous amounts of money that remains in the marketplace at the moment, an appetite to spend that, um, particularly, you know, despite you know the the issues with the uh, with the Nasdaq, etc there remains an awful lot of appetite for people to put that money into fast growth businesses. So I think it's a really, really interesting time and I'm really keen to get your take on on the market and, and what that means for our customers, for, for, for growth over next things, for the war on talent, uh, for people who are thinking about moving, for people who are thinking about hiring. What's your take on it all at the moment, having been a veteran of... Uh, dot-com bubbles, uh, yeah, 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 credit, yeah, yeah. credit crunches and, every, and everything in between. 20 years worth I, I, of talent, 40, 40 combined between the pair oh, of us. We've word. seen a couple of things. <laughs> tell, tell us what this looks like.
1: I, I think the one immutable truth is that no one really knows what's going to happen. And I know that's, that, that's me hedging my bets. But, <laughs> you know, I, me, I remember going to a, to a channel, I think you you hosted before I joined Harry Star. Um, I think it was Patrick uh, Cordingly. Cordingly, yeah, right. yeah. Major General Patrick according to and, that. Yeah, and, and he said the world is is VUCA. It's volatile. It's uncertain. It's complex, and it's ambiguous. And bizarrely, I take I kind of take great solace in that because no one knows what's going to happen from one day to the next. And I, I think there's the danger of you know pe- it's, it's so good right now. People are naturally going to go right. What comes next? Something something's going to going to make it bad. And you know, there's going to be a downturn. Possibly we don't know, but what we do know. Historically, is that after a big event, whether it's COVID, whether it's dot-com, whether it's a great recession, you know, there's a big event, people stop hiring, then they go hiring crazy, and then there's a little bit of a correction. But rarely what you see is that it then swings the other way. The pendulum doesn't go one side to the other that quickly. So I think for me, volatility isn't necessarily something to be concerned or particularly in technology. You know, technology is at its best when it's disrupting, when it's looking for solutions. And I think whatever happens, there is gonna be opportunity, particularly in a skill shortage market like ours, That innovation is gonna come to the forefront. Things that we don't even realize that we want now are gonna come out of the woodwork. There's gonna be a lot of experimentation. There's still gonna be a lot of hiring. I think if you look at it on a huge macro level, there's probably gonna be a bit of a downturn, you know, across the globe. But if you look within industry specific sectors, That's not necessarily going to be the case. You know, you can't blanket every single sector. You can't blanket every single industry with one catch all and go, this is where it's at because there's going to be pockets of innovation. There's going to be pockets of downturn. And that's been true certainly for my last 20 years in business. So, yes, there are going to be challenges. Um, Yes, there's going to be disruption. Yes, there's going to be things that we don't know. But there will always be opportunity within that, you know. Yeah. There, there are many ways to kind of frame it, however your, your mindset is, you know, whether it's a really positive mindset or a really negative mindset. But all I know is that every time the cream has risen to the top, you know, good people, whether in recruitment or whether in technology or whatever industry I've been working in, they'll always find their way. So I think it's nothing to be scared of, is, is ultimately what I'm saying. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It, it's, going to be, it's going to be different, good different, bad different, I don't know, but there's going to be exciting opportunity there nevertheless. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that.
0: And I think, you know, what, what we saw, um, and, I, and I used to cite this a lot during FinTech focuses all the way through 2020 and 2021. What we saw is a lot of people, you know, turn the negative into a positive. We saw people play offence rather than defence. And, and the people who were playing defence probably just slowed their businesses down a little bit. The people who are playing offence and, and improving processes rather than weathering storms have gone through hyper growth um, you know, scenarios with it. There's a number of different funds uh, and I've got some great episodes of FinTech Focus TV coming up soon with, uh, you know, with people who who have been in this space. We've got investors coming on the show, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, talking about the marketplace. And and uh, yeah, through June and July, I think there'll be some really, really interesting conversations that will be airing uh, about all this. But there's a confidence around, you know, this this isn't this not being a, a first rodeo. People are, are, are cuter and smarter about what they're doing, and I think that whilst you're going to have to sing for your supper a little bit more uh, and be Better with it. You kind of need that. The market needs the fact that that this can't continue to be. Let's uh, let's chuck up another ten percent on every single salary because it's unsustainable um, erosion of profit levels. Um, you know, for for, for companies that it needed that sort of uh, uh, adjustment. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to stop hiring. It just means that you're not going to chuck fifty thousand pounds on to beat someone else uh, because you've got a whole load of you know, venture millions in your business that allows you to do that sort of thing. It's never been a great strategy to do that, which is why I've been preaching. <laughs> over and over again, that this isn't, you know, you don't win the war on talent just by chucking money at the problem. You do it by making sure you've got a really robust uh, business. I, I was speaking to a good friend of mine recently who was just saying, where does it stop? You know, it can't carry on to you know—to to get to that sort of stage where people keep on moving those salar- salaries into the right sort of area. And the issue is, of course, you then sat there whilst, whilst the market's been electric and everyone wants to hire, there's so many people who haven't been able to hire because they can't compete, or because there is yeah. there isn't the talent available, so I think this this sort of thing actually means that there will still be, and we're seeing this statistically coming into our desk pretty continue, uh, continuously at the moment, is that there are, are people there who are who are really ambitious who are putting them into in uh, putting the same levels of jobs, and in, in fact, you know we're at a five month high so far this month on on job flow. Uh, and it makes it a really interesting thing that actually what what, we may, what it may mean is there's more uh, access to talent, more opportunity to do that. Had some really interesting conversations with startups at the moment who whose foot remains on the pedal. Been speaking to people who are um, going through investment rounds and asking them about their their confidence and being able to, to to get you know that money and that they remain bullish on their ability to do that been speaking to people who are very involved in you know, non-executive and, and advisory capacities alongside uh, angel and, and, uh, and investors and such like and look there's going to be there's, you know, there's going to be some change i think you will see natural conservatism in europe uh, as is generally the case yeah. in terms of uh, investment funds i think you will see uh, u.s businesses and chinese businesses in particular recognize an opportunity to uh, um, get market advantage in in, uh, in UK tech businesses and European tech businesses so I'm I'm pretty excited actually as to what this means and look I've often said that there's never a perfect storm when people ask me about the marketplace so you know I've, I've rarely had a time in my career where people say it must be a great time to be a recruiter at the moment and 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 the fact is is people talk to me at the moment all the time saying oh you're in the right job right now aren't you there must be so many jobs and it's true but there's never that perfect storm of loads of candidates and loads of clients. And my gut tells me that with the with regards to what's happening uh, macroeconomically at the moment, there may well be a little bit more. If you think about that fact that 42% of tech workers are looking to jump ship for more pay, as the Times and the PwC report suggests, is if companies aren't getting their processes right to look after their staff, that cr- creates churn. We haven't seen the great resignation that was predicted uh, yeah. after 2001 in, in the same sort of uh, volume as, as, as anticipated. My gut suggests that this could be a really, really interesting time, uh, a good time to be hiring people for people out there in the industry, a good time for people to yeah. be looking for work if you're if you're talent in the space. It's a very, very interesting uh, position. So as you say, look, yeah. it, it's not something there where you can bet your house on anything but if I'm betting my house on something at the moment, it's going to be the fact that there's going to be a lot of opportunity out there in the marketplace over the course I, of the next I, six
1: months. I think you made a really interesting point, actually. it's There'll be people that haven't been able to hire that can do it now. There's a certain yeah. democratisation that's going to happen because just throwing cash at people at everything isn't a sustainable strategy. And the people that have kind of Backed their culture, their strategy, their product, and said, "Look, we want to hire someone, but we're not going to not going to put a house on on someone just for a salary." And now I'm going to be able to kind of have access to to talent that there's a more sustainable price level. So there's always going to be growth. You know, if, if history teaches us anything, you know, there is opportunity that comes from every downturn. And I think what we saw, you know, whether it's after Dot Com or after the, the Great Recession, a lot of recruiters exited the market. You know, a lot of talent exits the market, whether it's recruitment, technology, because they're not getting paid what they feel they're worth. And then the market starts to equalise again. And then it becomes a normal, you know, kind of normal market space where people are competing on value, where people are competing on product and strategy, as opposed to just who's got the biggest bank balance. Um, the things they, they, they should be competing. Yeah, exactly, the exactly. And, and that's, you know, you, you mentioned the point that, oh, it's a great time to be a recruiter, but it comes with a bit of an asterisk because... Actually, where we that add value is not just by getting you the, the person for the highest money or taking that person to the highest, highest bidder. That, that's not recruitment. That, that, that's market trading. You know, th- this is about looking at a business and working with a business and saying, what you need, Mr. or Mrs. Klein, in order to grow is, is an engineer here, a marketer here, you know, this kind of culture. You know, that's where we really add value. And that, that's, for me, where the job's really interesting. It's not about sending out CVs for the highest money. It's working with businesses strategically to to understand their human capital agenda and and how we can help on that. And this 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 is why you know this is my
0: soapbox, isn't it? You know, I bang on about this all the time. This is this this job is a professional services job, and uh, the recruitment industry I think is the most uh, valuable industry to companies growing because. If you have great people, you will have a great business. If you have average people, you will have a, have a poor business. And I think you know, the, 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 the the job itself isn't a sales job, it's a consultancy job. And what we should be doing is making sure we're working with companies to tell them what, what they can and can't do. And what I'm really proud of us at the moment is we, we are becoming genuine consiglieres to some of the greatest companies out there in the industry at the moment. And that's a trusted partnership as opposed to this sort of master master servant, here's a spec, go out and find us what we can and then Deliver, deliver stuff back, and we'll tell you, you know, what's good and what's bad, etc. etc. It's like let's work together to provide a real genuine professional service. And yeah, look, the, the perfect storm of recruitment is candidates and clients together all in abandon in, in abandon. Yeah, you know, the, whilst it's it's been you know really interesting time in the recruitment space, the difficulty has been finding and and an, an prizing away talent to, to a clamoring bunch of people who are looking to grow their businesses but can't do it because there isn't the, 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 there isn't the stock available mm-hmm. so i think right now is you know my message to anyone listening to this who's thinking about going through a, a growth period or needs to scale their business it's just really really work on on you know that talent pipeline thinking about what you're looking for thinking about what comes down the line being open to the right uh, profiles at the right sort of time and really investing um you know heavily and hard in in what it looks like to be a great culture for people. I think coming back to that PwC article, Kevin Ellis, the chairman and senior partner for the UK, said highly skilled workers are in hot demand and employers can't be complacent. Employees will vote with their feet if their expectations on company culture, reward, flexibility and learning are not being largely met. So I think there's a really important piece that he says there about company culture, uh, particularly in this hybrid world, Reward, which is pounds and pence, but but beyond the pounds and pence as well, flexibility increasingly important. There's a lot of again traditionalism coming creeping back into that, where people are talking about solid sort of, five days a week back in the office, like it will lump it, and that's gonna that's gonna impact them. And learning and making sure they've got that, that sort of investment in people, and so we talk about this a lot, and I still think it's it's an agenda which isn't perfected by a lot of companies, or indeed broadcast i was speaking to a company the other day who, who i think are a brilliant brilliant company but shoot themselves in the foot because of their recruitment process all the time it's not an easy process to, you know, to, to, to get through and they will lose talent consistently because of a process which they aren't bending towards so those who are thinking about this those who are flexing to this those who are putting into it this represents a stunning opportunity to you know, to grow so i'm 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 excited about this we're continuing to invest in into our team we've been growing at a rate that i don't think we've grown at any stage in the, in the business um uh, both here in belfast and, and in there next week on the 7th will be a year since we made our first hire in belfast there's now eight eight of them out there um and doing a, a an incredible job i'm really excited to can, to can see that now in their second office and starting to really grow grow out of there as well this time last year they were uh, just getting ready to do a little bit of recruiting in each other's back gardens during <laughs> during during various different stages. So it's an incredible thing to, to, you know, to see and recognise you know, the, the parents scale, scale of growth.
1: Rob, tell us what's coming up, what you're excited about at the moment. Lots of things. Um, you know, we we continue to we continue to evolve as a company. I think, you know, one, one thing we said at the start of, of COVID and lockdown is, you know, this, and I've kind of said this numerous times, but it gave us an opportunity to look at what we do well and what we perhaps don't do as well and I think that, that's the message we say to our clients as well look at everything it isn't just about the money it isn't just about giving everyone unlimited holiday it, it, you know there, there's nuance to everything so I think I'm excited about the journey that we're going on because we're, we, we're getting our offering better all the time we're bringing in really good people I think we all agree across the business that we've never been more talent dense you know we, we, we look at people are they going to raise the bar is this going to person is this person going to add value to us as a business are they going to add value to our customers our candidates our clients um so i'm really genuinely really excited to see where we go we we've we've worked really hard these last six months put a lot in place i don't think we've seen all the effects of that yet so i'm i'm very optimistic that everything everything that we've done you know behind the scenes adding new talent adding new technology adding new processes i think is really about to take off and i think it's it's almost perfect timing actually because Everything's going to coalesce when there is this you know, supposed downturn coming. But I think we're going to be absolutely flying because of everything we've done to put the building blocks in place. So for me, the next six months are arguably going to be even more exciting than the previous six months because I think this is when the good recruiters, this is when the good clients and the good customers really come to the fore. D- dare I say it, and I, I don't want to diminish the great work a lot of people have done, I've been doing this a long, long time. Um, the last six months have been relatively, and I say this, you know, with, with the greatest respect, relatively easy in comparison mm. to what's come before. Mm. The really good companies, the really good recruiters, the really good technology innovation, we haven't seen that yet. That that's to come. So that's still really exciting because the 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 truth without the, the really good people are going to come to the fore and they're going to be even better than they have been for the last six months. Um, so for me that is hugely, hugely exciting. I think we've said it before that actually, I think you,
0: you and I, perversely, are both both are uh, having having our, our most fun and most energized when it's um, you know, when it's difficult when you when it's been buoyant, you know, it's quite easy to you know to cruise at various different stages, and you have yeah. to really discipline yourself to, to sort of grab the nettle and, and push it further. The uh, the challenge is, is is something that always gets the best out of uh, out of us, and looking forward to uh, to you know, to rushing at that together. You know, from a business perspective, there's some really cool stuff um, you know, coming up. I'm really excited to see Nadia going out to Money 2020 in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, find out to moderate a panel there in, in Amsterdam. There's some other exciting news about diversity awards that she's been asked to compare. Uh, and Judge coming up very soon. So
1: more information coming out on that that in, in, the, uh, in the near future. Also about some massive candidate survey, which I am really intrigued by. You know, we're asking a whole raft of questions um, and I think that's going to give us proper, actionable intel that we can take to market. It, it's going to be really fascinating to see what comes back on that. Um, we, we've had yeah. a, a few polls done on LinkedIn. It, it's already a bit eye-opening. So we're going to have a real kind of comprehensive look at what, what the marketplace is feeling from a candidate side. I, I love myth-busting.
0: Um, yeah. And I love the, the idea of, of saying, right, okay, look, this is, this is gut feeling about what people want. This, this I'm really, really excited about because I always feel – there is a disconnect between what companies give and what people actually want and where priorities lie. And this is this is our biggest ever commissioned piece of research that we've done. Uh, it'll be yeah. hitting over, over 200,000 people, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Uh, as, a, as, a, as a piece of data, we're going to look at every single aspect of package or salary. We'll do our biggest ever salary survey in this next financial technologist. Um it's it's really, really exciting. There's gonna be data there that's I think you know, gonna be valuable to every single business, not only to look at their retention, but also also yeah. their hiring and, and everything in between and and for for people in the market to know their worth and see what's uh, yeah. see what's out there and what's going on and where people are putting their focus. So yeah, you're right. Look, there's a there's cash rewards for it or, or voucher rewards for for, mm-hmm. for um and a prize jewel for getting that into it. Please, if you're listening, do it should be coming to your inbox. If you haven't received that survey, we'd love to, to get out there. We're we'll putting a lot of noise out there about it soon. It's an important piece of research, and I think it's going to be something there that's uh, that really gives us a, a fascinating eye opener into what's happening out there in the marketplace right now. Um, alongside that magazine coming up, we've got some really cool stuff coming out on Fintech um, Focus TV on May the 30th. You will be able to listen to the uh, the recent webinar where we talk through uh, developers' journeys through to uh, to, to board level. Uh, that was recorded from a couple of weeks ago. You'll be able to download that on Fintech Focus TV next week. Uh, we go to speak to OSL, talking about the, the you know, my, one of my favorite and most fascinating subjects at the moment, which is this collision course of TradFi and DeFi. Um, and the whole Web3 area, I think, is fascinating at the moment. So listen to Colm on that, talking about OSL uh, and their business coming up too. Um really pleased to have uh, Yolt on the show. Uh, that'll be coming out to you on June the 6th. So listen into, into that one, a company doing some incredible things in a really interesting area as well. Transfic, who are a company I know have done a lot of work on their value proposition, are talking about that uh on June the 8th. And we've got plenty more behind that that I won't uh, spoil for you, but there is some cracking episodes of FinTech Focus TV coming out all the way through June. We have a DeFi event that will be uh, running in uh, October, TradFi DeFi event that will be running in October. More information to be coming out on that soon. I know it feels a little bit uh, far away, but everyone knows how quickly the summer goes as well. And loads of other bits and pieces coming in between, including uh, a number of new arrivals. uh, There is some quality coming into this business on a weekly basis at the moment. It's a load to keep looking for. I'm going to finish up, Rob, by asking for you for your star of the week.
1: My star of the week this week is uh, Mr. Brad Ulstrom. Um, who recently joined us on the contract team. He, he's just fitted in seamlessly. Um, what, what, what I like to hear when, when I kind of walk on the sales floor is just people having conversations that sound credible. Um, and, and he's doing that. He's doing some really hard work. He, he's just fitted in really, really well. And, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, very excited for what he can do, I think.
0: Yeah, I was, I was talking to Barry about him yesterday and just, you know, he was waxing lyrical about his just sort of can-do attitude. I had a good chat to him this morning. You know, coming from a different industry, the, the work effort and, and just focus he's put in is, is really impressive. So it's a great start, Brad. Well done, mate. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I echo that completely. Alongside that, I want to just uh, shoot out to, uh, you know, shoot an eye out to Belfast and say a, my start of the week will be Stephen Turkington, who I think's had a, a really strong month this, this month, really looking to build things out, focusing now on the testing space and doing some really cool stuff in, in, in that sort of area working really well on his his business development I know James Platt's been uh, raving about him uh, and and uh, he's done some some brilliant work I want to also put some shouts out to to Finn Williams who I think's done some really good work recently and the last two weeks I think's it been him at his ab- absolute best things are clicking he's working really well with Ryan um, so shout out to Ryan with that as well uh, and to Ollie who uh, Ollie Knight who I think has you know had a, had a really interesting couple of weeks gone through a big learning process and and I'm really proud of of how he's adapted to that and taken that that on board as well. I could go I could go on a lot more. I think there's some, been some fascinating stuff and brilliant work done by uh, Ollie Silver and uh, Andy Knight. Together, there's a, a very very interesting project they're involved in at the moment. But if I'm going to pick one of them out alongside your vote for Brad, which I think is absolutely spot on, it's that man, Mr. Stephen Tuckins. So, what well a mate! Um, keep up the good work. Good show. Good chap. So, listen, that's about enough for, for of our musings for, for today. Rob, it's a pleasure to have you on the show as always. Thanks for your wisdom and wit. Thank you for having um. <laughs> me. I'm not sure I provided either, but, but thank you nevertheless. <laughs> and to all of you who've listened in today, thanks so much for listening to the Recruitment Roundup. Nadia will be back next week. And with lots to say, she's got a lot of exciting things going on at the moment and uh, we should welcome her back in the, in, in then as well. We really appreciate everyone who listens into this show. It is spreading across the globe. The numbers are fantastic and really flattering. All we ask uh, in return is that that you rate, review, uh, pass the pod on and suggest anyone who you'd like to hear on either NADS's uh, uh, DEI discussions or my FinTech Focus TV. We love speaking to the biggest, the brightest, the best, the most interesting in the industry and look forward to speaking to you all next week. It's goodbye from me and Rob. I presume it's goodbye from you too. (laughs)
1: Yes, it is. Thank you.